millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare flashlight. The Fighter Flare flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. 
future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com. Now, noblegoldinvestments.com. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live, okay? And uh, you guys are going to want to sit down for this one. You're not going to believe this. But it appears Twitter, before Elon Musk purchased it, had a left-wing bias and was shadow-banning conservatives. I know, I know. Shocking, right? Yeah, tell me something I don't know, okay? Everybody knew that, but it is very, very amazing to finally have confirmation, proof, evidence, validation, vindication, right? And uh, I know I'm a little late on this one. Uh, Pretty much everybody's talked about this already. However, Elon Musk went on a bit of a tweet streak after the fact last night, and he brought a lot of revelations out to the to the public, to the masses, that I want to talk about. So, we're going to get into that. But first, let's hear a message from the sponsor of this show, Gold Co. Guys, listen. The last time the economy looked like this, the stock market tanked 50%, the U.S. dollar lost 46% of its value, and the price of oil quadrupled. Yet, while the U.S. economy collapsed and inflation ran through the roof, the price of gold shot up 1,300%, and silver rocketed over 2,400%. So if history repeats itself, we could see it happen again. Can you afford to miss what could be the biggest gold and silver boom of our generation? That's why I want you to visit nicklovesgold.com, because when you do, you'll not only get the chance to protect your retirement savings with gold and silver, you could get up to $10,000 in free silver just for doing it. This is a rare opportunity, so don't miss what could be your best opportunity to protect your retirement savings. Visit nicklovesgold.com. That's nicklovesgold.com. All right, so let's get right into it. And I feel like I have to give a little bit of an overview of what we got last night and what we've gotten so far from this whole Twitter gate or Twitter files thing that uh, this phenomenon that's been happening for the last week because some people do live under a rock, I guess. So Twitter files part one obviously was all about the Hunter Biden laptop suppression, this coordinated effort between the DNC, the Biden campaign, the Democrat Party, the FBI and Twitter to suppress this story around the election. Right. And it was very peculiar. I immediately had alarms going off at Twitter files part one. And I said, this seems actually like a whitewashed cover up. Something's off because they're really downplaying the involvement of the FBI, which we knew uh, was was uh, the FBI had a heavy hand in the suppression of the laptop because we had um, Yoel Roth telling the FEC that the FBI told them there was going to be a, a specific hack and leak operation. We also had the deposition in the Missouri versus Biden case. Who said this? Uh, you know, the FBI supervisory director Elvis Chan said the same thing. So I immediately knew they're trying to downplay this. Um, and to my relief, a few days later, it was discovered that Jim Baker or James Baker, who was the the, the prior deputy counsel for the FBI, and then went to work for Twitter, was vetting the information before it went out to the public and was scrubbing the evidence. Okay, so that was Twitter Files Part 1. Last night, we got another dump of Twitter Files from Barry Weiss, and it was all about how Twitter has been shadow banning and blacklisting conservatives, right? And 
you know, just to give you guys, I swear I won't go all the way into this and bore you with stuff you've already heard a million times, but we had a few key individuals that were highlighted. The first one, Stanford's Dr. J. Bhattacharya, <laughs> who was a, a doctor who warned that COVID lockdowns would harm children, and Twitter put him on a trends blacklist, which prevented his tweets from, from trending. Which, by the way, I guys, think... listen, the last time the... Damn it, I swear I'm going to figure out how to stop doing that. Every time I switch scenes after playing my little ad, it plays again. I swear I'll figure it out. Um, sorry. Anyways, so, you know what's crazy to me? The fact that this is a doctor, and we also had, we, we know this happened to a lot of doctors. Dr. Malone, Dr. Peter McCullough, the frontline doctors were all censored and banned from the public town square for telling us that hydroxychloroquine works, that ivermectin works, that lockdowns are harmful and causing people to commit suicide and don't actually work. You know, these people that were speaking the truth about COVID and said that the vaccines are deadly, by the way, which they are and don't work. These people were banned by liberal arts major Twitter employees with no medical background or expertise whatsoever. Please tell me, what gives Vijaya Gad or Yoel Roth the qualifications to ban a doctor who spent years in medical school to obtain their degree and their qualifications to tell you that these, these vaccines are harmful? What gives these people the right or the qualifications? I'll tell you. They don't have them. And what they did is not just uh, censor people, not just shadow ban people, but what they did was prevent vital information from getting out to the public, which caused people to die. Thousands of people died. Because you had... It wasn't just that this information didn't get out to the people. It was also the fact that this type of rhetoric and this type of talk questioning the vaccines in the pharmaceutical companies and promoting hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin as effective therapeutics, this was demonized and people were labeled as conspiracy theorists so vile and so, uh, you know, so not based in reality that they have to be banned off of planet Earth. And that affected the public conversation, that affected the general consensus, if you will, that people believed in their heart of hearts that anyone trying to promote these things are just a bunch of um, dipshit cons uh, conservative boomer conspiracy theorists that should be dismissed, right? And so this is crimes against humanity that Twitter engaged in. It wasn't just, oh, we're going to uh, suppress Charlie Kirk's tweets. No, 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 no. When you get into the COVID stuff and when you get into the election stuff, and you realize the greater global impact that these decisions made by these pompous, uh, safe space living in, uh, can I, can I just call them, can I just call them pussies? Cause that's what they are. Yoel Roth. <laughs> you know, I listen to Salty Cracker a lot and the dude explained Yoel Roth brilliantly. He basically said, Yoel Roth is a guy who got shoved into a locker when he was a kid by some bullies, and instead of, you know, fighting back and defending himself, you know, he went home and told his... <laughs> a normal kid, a normal kid would go home and tell their dad what happened, and their dad would say, well, what did you do about it? 
You, you know, you got to stand up for yourself. You got to defend yourself. You can't let these bullies push you around. But instead, Yoel Roth went home to his two mommies, who then called the principal and said, I can't believe that you would allow this to happen to my child. And they stormed into the school to protect Yoel Roth, you know, for the, the little pansy that he is. And so he grew up believing that, you know, he can't be subjected to or experience the harsh realities of the world. And he, he goes on to believe that words are literal violence and we must be protected from words. And, and so he's sitting in a position of power where he gets to shape the frickin' cultural narrative. This is a person who should be in an insane asylum because they're, they're such a, he's such a snowflake and such a weak little, you know, crybaby. That he thinks words are violence. But this is what's been allowed to happen, is these people pushing the buttons, you know, and controlling the narrative are a bunch of uh, liberal arts major, safe space, cry closet pansies. And this is what you get when you allow that to happen. So anyways, I went on a rant there. Let's continue. So, uh, like I said, you had you had doctors being shadow banned. You had... Dan Bongino, who I'm sure this is the highlight of his show today, you know, public enemy number one, Dan Bongino. I mean, what a badge of honor, right, to be on uh, Twitter's hit list. Charlie Kirk, okay, and the main thing here, the main thing here is the fact that Twitter repeatedly denied that they were doing this. They said, Jack Dorsey said, it under oath to Congress that they didn't shadow ban people. Um, Vijaya Gad said the same thing, and she's the head of legal policy and trust. Okay, head of product at Twitter said, we do not shadow ban, and added, and we certainly don't shadow ban based on political viewpoints or ideology. And it turns out this is all bold-faced, flat-out lies. However, <laughs> I guess this is what gives them plausible deniability. They re rebranded, repackaged, and retermed shadow banning into visibility filtering. See, we don't shadow ban. We just we just engage in visibility filtering, which it's the exact same thing, but we gave it a different name so that when someone asked, do you shadow ban? We could say no. See? I mean, so we're not shadow banning. So anyways, um, visibility filtering... Filtering refers to Twitter's control over user visibility, right? And, and they would block individual users to limit the scope of particular tweets' discoverability to block select users' posts from ever appearing on the trending page and from inclusion in hashtag searches, blah, 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 blah. We all know this, okay? Um, now, I saw immediately, I saw... Because I always look at how how is the left going to spin it this time? How is the the how are the Democrats going to get out of it this time? What's going to be their excuse? And what I saw recurring over and over and over in the comments section is Democrats and libtards saying, "Well, this was just Twitter enforcing their." terms of service and their policy and just because Barry Weiss has shown a couple of examples of conservatives doesn't mean that it only happened to conservatives okay they could be doctoring this and this I I, I mean they could be 
painting a narrative here, right? And they're saying, uh, where's the evidence that this only happened to conservatives? They deny it. You could show them. You could show them. I mean, no amount of evidence in the world is good enough for these people. They're still going to make excuses. They're still going to deny their eyes and call you a liar. But, um, you know, as we've seen with this example here with Libs of TikTok. Okay, Libs of TikTok, who literally just takes libtards TikToks, uh, people talking about how they're going to sexualize children and teach them about, you know, gender pronouns and all this crazy stuff and, you know, telling five-year-olds to go chop their balls off. Libs of TikTok, who literally is just exposing these people with their own content, was silenced like six, seven times. And they said the reason is because Libs of TikTok is promoting rhetoric that could lead to harassment and violence against hospitals and blah, 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 blah. Made all these excuses, right? So Libs of TikTok was censored. However, however, what's her face? That journalist, Taylor Lorenz, right? That doxed her home address, phone number, all this stuff. Put her personal information out there for her to be harassed, attacked, or subjected to violence was not censored. And even after Libs of TikTok submitted this for review twitter said we've reviewed the reported content and didn't find it to be in violation of the twitter rules no action was taken the doxing tweet is still up so i mean that right there just goes to show you anybody who tries to say well this is just twitter moderating content and 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 you know enforcing their terms of service but there's no proof that it was biased to one political party Yes, it was. And there's your perfect example of it right there. And so this is the gist of what we got last night. And for me, that's not the most interesting thing of that's not the most interesting item of the day. For me, what was the most interesting was Elon responding to people after the fact and and giving us a bigger picture. And uh, so I want to talk about that. I'm actually glad I didn't try to live stream the Twitter files dump last night because, I mean, for the most part, on its face, it's uneventful stuff we already knew. I mean, as a person who was on YouTube and Twitter, I personally experienced being shadow banned. I knew it was happening. I knew for a fact. Before they actually ban you outright, they throttle your account. And I saw it happen with my own eyes. I mean, on YouTube, it was like, I mean, we were popping off, baby. We were getting a thousand subscribers, you know, every other day. And at a certain point, all of a sudden it gets throttled back. We're publishing the same content. Uh, and all of a sudden what would have gotten 150,000 views now, all of a sudden gets, uh, 120, 180, 60, 40. And the amount of subscribers you're bringing in, it's like, went from a thousand every other day to 50. And you're like, am I, did I all of a sudden just start sucking at what I'm doing? Or did, did everybody just lose interest all of a sudden? What's going on here? It became clear because you can, I mean, YouTube gives you a ton of data and you could actually look at charts and graphs of, of engagement just falling off of a cliff. And you're like, there's, there had to have been something happen to my account. Okay. So, um, 
So, anyways, let me find the tweet that I was gonna I was gonna show you guys. Okay, so here we go. So here we go. So Elon, after the fact, he's responding to David Sachs, who is highlighting the liberals making excuses for all this. David Sachs said, new narrative, they weren't shadow banning political opponents, they were just enforcing the spam policy. To which Elon Musk replies, as Barry Weiss clearly describes, the rules were enforced against the right, but not against the left. Boom. So, he's telling us, no, this this wasn't something that happened to liberals, this didn't happen to the left, this happened to conservatives, and conservatives only. Okay? Now, he, there's a Gateway Pundit article where he goes on to actually highlight and call these people out for their prior statements. Elon Musk retweeted an old post from Vijaya Gad where she said, Twitter exists to serve the public conversation, enabling important discussions around the world to occur. Favoring one specific ideology or belief goes against everything we stand for. And he puts a little emoji at the top, like with a with an eyebrow raised. Hmm? Oh, so it appears that you're freaking lying. He also decided to show showcase the fact. Of course, we already knew this, but he's showing the whole entire world, 120 million people, that this douchebag, this crybaby pansy, Yoel Roth, has a strong libtard bias. He said, former head of censorship at Twitter was perhaps not entirely unbiased. And he shows a tweet where Yoel Roth said, the you, the quote, you are not the right kind of feminist backlash to yesterday's marches has begun. Did we learn nothing from this election? Yes, that person in, in the pink hat is clearly a bigger threat to your brand of feminism than actual Nazis in the White House. Now, this was from 2017, so obviously... He's saying that uh, Trump is a Nazi. Okay, so that's your guy. That's the guy in head of Twitter's head. He's the head of t- censorship at Twitter. All right, and, and Elon has chosen to show the whole entire world that this is the guy that was in charge. And there was more than that. I've seen an entire compilation of this dude's tweets where he was saying, the reason that you don't support Obama is not because of his policies, but because he's black. So essentially, if you support Trump, you're a Nazi. If you don't love Obama, you're a racist. That's your guy. That's the guy pushing the buttons. All right? And uh, I just got to say, guys, I'm telling you, man, you you know how I am, okay? I'm Mr. Black Pillar. I'm Mr. Doomer. I'm Mr. Never Impressed With Anything, okay? And I, I, I'm always... I'm always... Uh, you know, finding holes in things and inconsistencies and logical fallacies and, you know, bursting hopium bubbles, right? That's that's me. I'll admit it. I'll own it. Sometimes I, I can be a bit of a Debbie Downer, all right? But it's really, I mean, the reality is I think I'm right most of the time. And also, a lot of the stuff that people get their... Uh, get, get, get their hopes up around and get all elated about, it's like... Like, for instance, Durham. I'm pretty sure Durham's a PSYOP at this point, and I was pretty sure about that a long, long time ago. Now everybody finally realizes it, and they're like, ah, man. 
So Durham's a psyop, and these people that told me he was the Punisher and going to drain the swamp for six years, I'm not going to. I'm not going to acknowledge the fact that they were wrong, and I'm also not going to apologize to a guy like Nick Moseder, you know, or or Tracy Beans, who was saying that from a long time ago. You know, I, you know, I'm, all right. Let's let's. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to defend myself here. What am, what am I trying to say? Oh, what I'm trying to say is being that type of person that I am, I'm telling you guys, I'm freaking elated with what Elon Musk is doing. Because I, 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 I you know, do I think that people are going to be prosecuted? Do I think people are going to go to jail? Do I think these people are going to be held accountable? Of course not. Of course not. Because who's the DOJ controlled by? Biden, Merrick Garland. Uh, I mean, who's going to do something about it? Congress? Oh, yeah, those those tough Republicans out there in the House and the Senate. Oh, wait, Democrats control the Senate. And the House only has a razor-thin majority and half of them are rhinos. So, I mean, am I going to sit here and tell you, I think something's going to be done about it? No. But what I am going to tell you is the cultural narrative, the court of public opinion, the, this is like the Great Awakening put on steroids, people. Okay, because this guy, Elon Musk, was praised by the left. The independents, they all loved him five minutes ago. And now all of a sudden he's a right-wing extremist. And despite the fact that the things he says are perfectly in the middle. I mean, he's definitely a centrist. And I think people are looking at this like, wait a second. All of a sudden, this guy wants to have transparency at Twitter and expose the corrupt practices of the media, and now all of a sudden, he's a right-wing extremist? Um, that's not adding up. Something's off here. And it's 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 like a, a gigantic red pill suppository for the normies. And I gotta say, man, what I believe at the end of the day is that we are in an information war above all else. That's the number one thing that matters. The number one things that ma- thing that matters is that this deep state apparatus's control on the cultural narrative, on the court of public opinion, on the legacy media, that has to be toppled over. Okay? That has to be destroyed. And this, like I said is like a freaking grenade launcher in the face of the deep state. They are panicked. I mean, they're actually panicking right now. I know, I sound like Dave X-22, but they're actually panicking right now over this. Because, I mean, guys, I want to show you. I got so many tabs pulled up. I'm a little discombobulated, but I got to show you this. I found it. Okay, so here it is. So, Ian Miles Chiong asks Elon Musk, here's a question for Elon and Barry Weiss. Were any political candidates, either in the U.S. or elsewhere, subject to shadow banning while they were running for office or seeking re-election? Elon Musk's answer, ding, 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 yes. Boom. Now that, that is a big freaking deal, man. Here we have election manipulation, election interference being brought out into the spotlight, okay? And we've already exposed the suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop story. So the case is just building here. The case is just growing and building. 
as we're seeing that not only did they suppress the Hunter Biden laptop story, which we know polls have suggested would have swung the election like 17%, but they were also throttling the conservative candidates, probably the America First candidates, if I had to guess, and their ability to engage in the public town square and promote their policies and their campaign. And we know this happened to Dr. Shiva because he already showed it. We know damn well this already happened to Donald Trump. Okay, so we have countless examples that we know for a fact it already happened. All right, now, what about... um? It's, what about the fact that it's not just Twitter? What about the fact that it's also Google? It's also YouTube. It's also Facebook. It's also um, whatever the hell else there is out there. Like, people are seeing this. It's starting to, they're starting to come around and realize, right? Because, I mean, in, in reality, Twitter's like the smallest platform out of the big three, uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, I mean, it's the, it's the smallest one. But I think people can obviously see <laughs> that if this is happening on Twitter, it's happening on all of them. And so this is, this is manipulation of the election. And then when you start to reveal to them that there is actual collusion between these big tech companies and the government, and they can see that th- this is real, this has actually happened, then you see, okay, so the government is... Ma- rigging elections you know and people are this is all being handed to them on a silver platter drip by drip drop by drop okay and and this is a big freaking deal now i want to go on i want to i want to show you an ex, expansion upon them okay i have reason to believe i have reason to believe that elon musk knows a lot more than he's led on thus far Okay, and that there's going to be a lot more to come in the near future, and I'll tell you why. But first, if you could do me a favor, smash the rumble button and subscribe to this channel if you haven't already. Okay, that would be greatly appreciated. The Nickmo Cedar channel, we're trying to grow this bad boy out, and we want you to be a part of this family. We are a family. We are. We, we call ourselves the Wolf Pack. We want you to be a, a part of it, okay? So if you could click the subscribe button, and click that rumble button, it would mean a lot to me. Now, let's go further. So, I showed you this tweet already. Uh, Elon Musk says, As Barry Weiss clearly describes, the rules were enforced against the right, but not against the left. To which Alex Stamos replies, How about you provide the transparency necessary for external groups to verify that statement? So he's, he's questioning Elon and saying, why don't, you, why don't you provide the transparency and prove it? To which Elon Musk replies, you operate a propaganda platform. Boom! Now, you guys are probably thinking, who the hell is Alex Stamos? Well, guess what? I know who Alex Stamos is. Alex Stamos happens to be part of the Stanford Internet Observatory and the Election Integrity Partnership. (laughs) Those of you that have been watching for a while already know what's up. But if you don't know what I'm talking about, I've been saying since Elon started dropping files from Twitter that if you really want to show 
that Twitter and the government colluded to manipulate elections, then you need to start talking about the Election Integrity Partnership and the Long Fuse Report. And I've been hoping and I've been praying that this would come to the surface. And like I said, this is a clear indication that Elon Musk already knows what's up. And I would imagine that that's going to be coming soon. So let's let's uh, expand upon this a little further because, like I said, maybe some of you guys still don't know what I'm talking about. So the Election Integrity Partnership, which was uh, a collaboration between corporations, big tech, and government to essentially create a one-stop shop portal where elected officials, secretaries of state could submit tickets, accounts, uh, misinformation, as they call it, for review, and it would be sent directly to people at Twitter, and then they would silence you. Okay, So people trying to, sh- to expose the Dominion machines, the exploitation of mail-in ballots, uh, Ruby Freeman videos, all that stuff, it would get... It w- this is how it was getting suppressed quickly. This is how they had this complete domination over the narrative around the 2020 election is because of the Election Integrity Partnership. This is the real collusion. This is the real uh, election interference right here. And it was the long fuse is like a report documenting all their crimes. And uh, so this report that was published titled Misinformation in the 2020 Election was authored by the Stanford Internet Observatory, along with other research groups. Now, I'm not going to go into this in detail because it's very, very long. 292 pages, but I'll tell you, I've read most of it. I'll just read a couple of things. So for one, the EIP was formed to enable real-time information exchange between election officials, government agencies, civil society organizations, social media platforms, the media, and the research community. It aimed to identify and analyze online mis- and disinformation and to communicate important findings across stakeholders. And stakeholders would be the government, media, big tech, and uh, research groups. So it was a two-way sharing portal where, you know, like Katie Hobbs could submit a ticket for review and have an account banned because they're calling her out for, you know, rigging an election. And here's, so I'll just read this. What we did. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. 
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill which may never exist. But believe it or not, I may have found the next best thing. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviewers can't be wrong. Simply place your order now to get 51% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com. www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com The EIP's primary goals were to, one, identify missing disinformation before it went viral and during viral outbreaks, two, share clear and accurate counter-messaging, and three, document the specific misinformation actors, transmission, transmission pathways, narrative evolutions, and information infrastructures that enabled these narratives to propagate. Now, I just want to show you one more thing I think you get the point, but I want to show you one more thing, and that is the list of stakeholders, the people that were involved with this. Okay, and uh, here it is. Okay, so there was four major stakeholder groups. This was the collaboration. This was the collusion. Okay, all of these groups colluded together. You can see here in the government section, the e, the the elections infrastructure ISAC, CISA. And the GEC, in the civil society section, you had the AARP, NAACP, MITRE Corporation, which is actually the CIA, a front for the CIA, Squint, Common Cause, um, Stanford, and the Belfer Center. Okay, And then all the platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Google, TikTok. Uh, what's that? Is that Reddit? I don't use Reddit. I think that's Reddit. Nextdoor, whatever the hell that is, and Pinterest. And the media, they chose not to list the specific media outlets that were part of this collusion. However, they talk about, in this, in this report, they, they, they admit that they had 
private meetings with certain journalists that were part of certain outlets, and they would give them the talking points. They would tell the media what to say and fact-check the so-called misinformation. So here they're collaborating with big tech and the media and major corporations. And at the top of the, the food chain here is CISA which was formerly headed by Chris Krebs, who said it was the safest, most securest election in American history, which is a government agency. Okay? So, in I mean, if you guys are readers, I would strongly suggest that you read this long fuse report because it is just shocking. They even give specific examples of things that they censored and silenced. And so to come back to my previous point, Elon Musk is calling out Alex Stamos who's part of the Stanford Observatory Center and the Election Integrity Partnership and saying, you operate a propaganda platform. Which leads me to believe that he knows all of it. He knows all this stuff. And so he's slowly dripping it out, slowly but surely, and the truth is going to come to the surface, guys. So I'm extremely excited. We also know there was another tweet I'm too disorganized to find it. But there was somebody asking about COVID. You know, are you going to expose how they uh, how they suppress the narrative around COVID? And Elon replied with a song that was like, the sun is shining or, or, or something about the sun. <laughs> and what we know is he said before, sunlight is the best disinfectant. So... That's going to be coming as well. We know that he's going to be exposing how Twitter and the government collaborated to suppress the COVID narrative. Okay? Now, there's one more thing with this. Uh, I, got a, I got a couple stories, but there's one more thing with this specifically, Elon Musk and, and this whole Twitter thing, that I want to show you. There seems to be a bit of back and forth, some firing back and forth between Cash Patel and Elon Musk regarding Perkins Coy um, being Twitter's outside legal counsel still to this day while Elon Musk uh, has purchased Twitter. So, I mean, we already know that Jim Baker, the FBI's former general counsel, was retained as Twitter's general counsel after Elon purchased it, and it was as if he, he tried to play it off like he didn't know, and once he discovered it, he fired the guy. But the reality was, we had posts going back to April where, I think it was Cernovich. Cernovich had highlighted that James Baker is not to be trusted, and this was before Elon even purchased Twitter. And um, Elon responded and said, sounds pretty bad. So he knew about Jim Baker. He knew James Baker was not to be trusted. He knew Jim Jim Baker worked for the FBI, was uh, part of the whole Steele dossier and Russia collusion and Michael Sussman and all that. And yet, um, somehow this guy was allowed to vet the Twitter files before they went out. And then Twitter, uh, I mean, Elon found out and then fired the guy. And he tried to act like he didn't know. But it, it was weird, right? And a part of me was like, maybe this was a setup. Maybe he set up Jim Baker to hang himself and expose him. I hope so. I'd like to hope so. Um, and so I wanted to preface what I'm about to show you with that. I wanted you to remember 
what happened with Jim Baker before I show you this. So Cash Patel is basically calling out um, Elon Musk for retaining Mark Elias and Perkins Coy as Twitter's outside counsel, meaning their legal counsel. So, so apparently, Cash has evidence that Perkins Coy is still working for Twitter. So let's play this 38-second video with Cash explaining and giving a breakdown. Delivering this sort of transparency initiative that he sure. says he's doing. Wait, i got to start this over. He's the guy who Elon and Twitter goes to when they said, hey, do we have any legal implications of releasing this material? That guy is in the review chain. That is a serious problem and conflict of interest when he was the one that orchestrated some of the biggest conspiracies in U.S. history. So... So far, he's talking about Jim Baker. He's about to start talking about Perkins Coy. And then they have Perkins Coy, the Democrats' law firm, being Twitter's outside counsel. The guys that Baker worked with on the outside have now teamed up at Twitter. I just can't imagine a worse cast of characters, unless he took James Comey himself and put him in Twitter HQ, than to be delivering this sort of transparency initiative that he sure. says he's doing. He's the guy. Okay. Eli- okay, so... so this was posted, and then it was, uh, you know, they tagged Elon Musk in it. Oh, thank you. Hang on one second. Expert G, he sent us a rumble rant. He says, this all makes the class action lawsuit filed by Trump a slam dunk unless it's adjudicated in Washington. Yeah, man, I think we're all entitled to a little compensation here. I mean, at the very least, Twitter's been false advertising to us all, you know, and, I mean, they have advertisers on their platform. So, uh, Twitter's, Twitter's got to be... It's really hard because you have this whole private company narrative. But, okay, let's let's think of it this way. There was false advertising. So, you could bring a suit that Twitter benefited from a product which they were false advertising. You know, they were they were giving access to users' data without our knowledge. Right, and they were giving away our data, but we didn't get full access to Twitter's service. So they were profiting off of us and our data. Does that make sense? They were, ta- I mean, they were taking all of our data and selling it to advertisers, which is the exchange price of us getting to use that service. But we weren't allowed to actually use the service to its fullest extent because we were shadow banned. You know, and then you also have. These advertisers themselves could go after these people because, I mean, not just the shadow banning, but we also learned that Twitter was comprised mostly of bots. So if you're going to tell an advertiser, hey, if you publish your advertisement on Twitter, it's going to get seen by 2 million people. All right, so that's worth what, uh, let's say, I don't know, I have no idea how much it's worth, $50,000, okay? So... I'm an advertiser. I'm going to pay you $50,000 to get my ad seen by 2 million people. But what you didn't tell me is that the reality is a third of those people were bots. So you just ripped me off. Okay? You overvalued the price of the advertisement by a, a third. And so these advertisers can sue them. Um. So anyways, so I, I, I just wanted to go on that tangent to respond to Expert G. But I want to come back to... Elon Musk being called out by Cash Patel for retaining Perkins Coy as Twitter's legal counsel, outside legal counsel. Elon Musk saw this video and he actually replied to it and he said, Twitter isn't using Perkins Coy. 
No company should use them until they make amends for Sussman's attempt to corrupt a presidential election. So, boom, damn. The dude is actually calling out Sussman um, and Perkins Coy for orchestrating an attempt to overthrow a presidential election. Now, that's pretty freaking badass. But the interesting thing here is that Elon is denying that Twitter is using Perkins Coy as outside legal counsel. And the reason that's interesting is because Jan Jekulek, Jan Jekulek says that's not true. We have proof. Elon Cash and I, he says, looked through court filings for our upcoming Cash's Corner that showed that Perkins Coy, acting on Twitter's behalf as recently as December 6th and in multiple cases, I'm concerned someone has misled you. The episode with with examples will run on Epoch, uh, Epoch TV US, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Friday. So they're saying, okay, so Elon's denying the use of Perkins Coy. Cash and Jan Jekulek are saying, no, we have proof. I mean, and here it is. Here's Here it is from Court Listener. We're seeing a case uh, with Twitter. We're right down here. If you guys are looking where my mouse is, you can see Perkins Coy LLP. And the, the, the date of the last filing here is December 6th, 2022. Elon made an acquisition of Twitter well before that. So, I mean, yes, it does appear that uh, Perkins Coy is doing some work in some capacity for Twitter as outside counsel. So either Elon is lying or he's unaware. And the question is, uh, I mean, the answer to that question is anybody's guess. I have no idea. But it's going to be interesting because Cash Patel claims that they're going to be breaking this down on uh, Cash's Corner. Or no, on, where was it? Epic TV US at 8 p.m. Eastern Time Friday. And of course, I'm going to have to be tuning in. Because, uh, shoot. I mean, I want to. I want to know what's going on. I mean, I would like to believe that Elon has a lot of moving parts, a lot of things to keep track of. These court cases predate his acquisition of Twitter, so these things are ongoing. I mean, they, they started before he ever purchased the company. So it is possible that he just was unaware, and maybe he's shocked to find this out and. Uh, because I, I think if he was going to deny, if he was going to, I mean, it would be smarter if you're, if you're trying to cover this up to lie by omission. Because now you've tweeted this in reply and 8,000 people have retweeted it. So it's not a good look. It's not a good look that it, it kind of looks like you're either lying or you just, you just didn't know. And I, so I would, I would lean towards he didn't know. Um, and so hopefully, hopefully... Elon smartens up real quick and roots out the corruption inside of Twitter because, um, I mean, like it's been said before, Elon purchased a crime scene, a gigantic crime scene, and it's not going to happen overnight. I mean, I think we just expect that he's just going to come in like a wrecking ball and just just destroy all the corruption in one fell swoop, and that's not how this is going to work. So anyways... That's the rundown, uh, but I want to expand upon this a little bit, okay? Because we, we we're, we're talking about bringing to light what's been going on behind the scenes and what these Twitter executives and um, and people have been denying 
has been going on for, for some time. It's all coming to light. So in that same vein, I want to show you guys this story from the Gateway Pundit and shift gears a little bit here, but you'll see it all, it all connects together. So check this out. This is part of the Missouri versus Biden case. We have Missouri and Louisiana's attorney generals. They filed a case against the Biden government. And the basis of the case is that they are violating the First Amendment uh, by censoring people and colluding with big tech. And this case has been allowed to go forward. Now, the, the government wants it dismissed. But the, the judge has actually allowed it to go forward. He hasn't made a decision on the dismissal yet. But he, he basically said, um, we're going to allow you to depose a bunch of people first. So before the judge makes a decision on the dismissal, they're deposing Jen Psaki. They're deposing Anthony Fauci. They're bringing these people and making them swear under oath. Um, and then and and deposing them for hours on end. So one of the people that was deposed just recently was Daniel Kimmage. Okay, Daniel Kimmage uh, was the acting coordinator for the Global Engagement Center at the Department of State. So he is a big time bureaucrat in the federal government, and in this deposition. Um, they uncovered information that the State Department was funding online fact-checkers. However, Kimmage doesn't state whether it was foreign or domestic fact-checkers that the State Department was funding. But after the Gateway Pundit did a little bit more research, it became very clear that the State Department, meaning the U.S. government, was funding fact-checkers here in the U.S. Okay, so... This is very short. I'm just going to read this real quick. So the question was, has the GEC ever supported fact-checking organizations inside the United States? To which, what's his name? To which Daniel Kimmage said, I don't believe so. Next question, what fact-checkers do you work with? He said, I believe the Pointer Institute is the only one I can recall. I don't recall the specific organizations. Now, then he was asked, is that a foreign or domestic fact-checking organization? To which he replied, I don't, I don't recall. I don't recall anything beyond the name, which they always do in these depositions. They just pretend that they don't remember, right? They, they pretend they don't remember. But basically, just this deposition alone is pretty clear that the U.S. State Department was funding domestic fact-checking checkers and he, he he told us the name the pointer institute okay now the gateway pundit did a little research and they found out that guess who the pointer institute operates politifact one of the most notorious fact checkers in the business so do you understand that the fact checkers politifact were being funded by the federal government this is a big deal Okay, this is a big deal. Because if you take a look at PolitiFact's uh, website here, you can see that their fact checks are hyper-partisan. Definitely leaning in one direction here. I mean, one of the top ones on the front page is they're fact-checking Donald Trump about 
His Truth Social post, The uh, Revelation of Massive and Widespread Fraud and Deception, and they say, pants on fire, okay? They're they're fact-checking Paul Gosar, they're fact-checking Mike Pence, they're fact-checking Kanye West. I mean, it's just extremely hyper-partisan. And it just so happens to tie this all together that PolitiFact, funded by the federal government, actually denied that Twitter shadow banned people. Oh, wow. So it is all coming together, huh? It is all coming together here. So uh, there was a Trump tweet. This was back in 2018 where Trump complained that they're shadow banning prominent Republicans. Okay, and uh, Vice News actually reported on this on July 25th, saying Twitter is limiting the visibility of prominent Republicans in search results. The article focused on the drop-down list that appears when you type a name in Twitter search box. Here's what it looks like if you search for Vice President Mike Pence. Come come on, you expect me to believe Mike Pence was being shadow banned, his bitch ass? Come on, he's part of the swamp. He's part of the Uniparty. Mike Pence isn't public enemy number one. They just did this. Uh, they just did this for effect. Come on. So, anyways, Vice News found out that they were shadow banning Republicans, right? And they found out, like, when they plug, plugged in the Democrat Party prominent figure names, the names just popped right up. And and so, what's going on here? Well, as Twitter's um, Twitter actually responded to this and said in May. Twitter announced it had launched steps to combat troll-like behaviors that distort and detract from the public conversation on Twitter. So they they implemented an algorithm, which was just, you know, it just so happened to be picking up a lot of conservatives. And uh, they they basically said it was a glitch, and we fixed it. (laughs) This was back in 2018. This is what they said. Uh... Our usage of the behavior signals within search was causing this to happen and making search results seem inaccurate. We're making a change today that will improve this. Our behavioral ranking doesn't make judgments based on political views or the substance of tweets. Uh, Is that right? Is that right? Is that why you had a secret little cabal with Jack Dorsey, Vijaya Gad, Yoel Roth, and they would, I mean, we have proof that they would sit down in a secret little meeting and discuss whether or not they were going to ban prominent conservative accounts in 2021. So you said you fixed it in 2018, but you are still doing it in 2021? Something tells me that you're all full of shit and you're all collaborating and it's all a collusion. PolitiFact, the government-funded fact-checking organization, tells us that there's no such thing as shadow banning. Meanwhile, the FBI and CISA are collaborating with Vijaya Gad, Yoel Roth, Jack Dorsey, and whatever the, whatever the hell that other guy's name is, former CEO, telling them which accounts to shadow ban. Wow. Wow. Now, um... I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, just a hunch here, that that might all be a violation of the Hatch Act, okay? You know, and, and, and so the, the Hatch Act says an, um, an employee who violates the Hatch Act is subject to a range of disciplinary actions, including removal from federal office, reduction in grade, 
de- debarment from federal service for a period not to exceed five years, suspension, letter of reprimand, or a civil penalty not to exceed $1,000. Now, I-, I mean, so that's the penalty. Now, you guys tell me whether or not you think what I just described with PolitiFact um, is, is a violation of the Hatch Act. The Hatch Act of 1939, an act to prevent pernicious political activities, is a United States federal law. Its main provision prohibits civil service employees in the executive branch of the federal government, except the president and vice president, from engaging in some forms of political activity. Here's an example. Using official authority to interfere with an election result. Soliciting, accepting, or receiving political contributions. Soliciting or discouraging political activity of persons before the employing agency and running for public office in a partisan political election. Do you guys think that they may have violated the Hatch Act? Do you think that these federal employees um, have done anything that might constitute a violation and could therefore be removed from office? Yeah, I think it's pretty obvious here. I think it's pretty freaking obvious here. Oh, sorry, I didn't see that there. Super Buff Shaft, $10 late fee. Thank you, Super Buff Shaft, and thank you, Expert G. You guys both for your, your Rumble rants. I'll tell you what. I really appreciate you guys out there supporting my attempt at journalism. You know, like we talked about on the show the other day, you know, I may not be that smart. All right, I may not be that talented. But I'll try, okay? I'll do my freaking best. And for some of you out there, that's good enough. At least I'm not freaking political fact. At least I'm not MSNBC, CNN, you know, Politico, The Daily Beast, The Times, New York Times, right? So, I, I mean, that was, my, that was my first thought way, way back in the beginning stages when the election was stolen in 2020. I thought to myself, nobody's talking about the truth. Nobody's reporting on this. It's all a bunch of lies. And I thought, well, maybe I should make a YouTube channel. And I was like, nah, Nick, what are you going to do? Make a, You're going to talk about politics? You're too dumb. You don't know what you're talking about. What do you do? And then I realized to myself, I'm like, but these people are flat out lying. So... How bad could I be? At least I'm not as bad as them. Can't be any worse than them. So why don't you just give it a whirl? And here we are two years later, more than two years later. And uh, so those of you that that appreciate what I do and show your support, Super Buff Shaft, Expert G, I really, it means a lot, man. It's very humbling, humbling, flattering. Because sometimes I wonder, you know? Anywho... So, uh, Uncle Downer says, there is no way in the world Herschel didn't win Georgia. You know, uh, I, I, look, we know that, we know that Georgia exclusively uses those very same Dominion machines, which CISA happened to put out an advisory report in response to the Halderman report, citing nine severe Vulnerabilities where somebody could install malicious code, software, and I'm um, pretty sure that all elections in Georgia are rigged. Pretty sure. I'm pretty dang sure. Um, but you know what? Also, 
I don't want to be one of these guys that just becomes someone who says all elections are rigged if my guy didn't win. I don't want to be like that. I would like to at least start from the basis of evidence. And I haven't seen a lot from what happened in Georgia. Um, I know I know Arizona was definitely rigged. I know that for a fact. But also, you know what? Screw that. Screw that. Screw that. Okay? Because... And I'm going to fact check myself here. The fact that we still have the same cheating apparatuses, the fact that we still have mass scale mail-in voting, Dominion Machines, Eric Voter Rolls, and the fact that you haven't allowed us to look at the source code of the machines, you haven't allowed us to look at our own paper ballots, the fact that you've blocked us at every single turn in, in our effort to seek transparency in our elections, the fact that none of this has been reconciled or addressed... Nobody's been held accountable. I think it's actually perfectly logically sound to continue and proceed with the with the with the notion that all elections should be presumed rigged until proven otherwise. You know, so these guys like Biden out there who say these people, um, uh, these uh, these 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 uh, these Trump Republicans that are. Uh, mm, um, what was it? Anyway, these people saying that, you know, either my guy wins or the election was rigged or destroying democracy. Well, no, you dumb, stupid, corrupt, poopy pants, dementia ridden bastard. That's not the case at all. The, The reality is the fact that you won't allow us to have transparency, fairness, honesty in our elections, and you can... I mean, weren't you guys the ones that in 2016 said Russia hacked the Dominion machines? Isn't there compilation videos of all you saying that even an amateur can hack into these things because they're so vulnerable? So the Democrat Party, you said it too. And now the Republicans say it, and it's like, nope. There's no evidence whatsoever to suggest that the Dominion machines... Uh, that there's any been ever been any widespread fraud or that the Dominion machines have been hacked. So they're all just conspiracy theories. I mean, crazy how you just turn on a dime like that, isn't it? Excuse me. Excuse me. So anyways, ladies and gentlemen, I wasn't even planning to go live today. I just felt a little, I felt a little off, but it turned out all right. I think I covered my bases pretty good. I think I did a good job. I'm not sure what you guys think, but I think I did a good job. But um, So what I would ask you guys to do before we close, before we wrap this up, is to check out MyPillow.com and use promo code Nick because there's an 80% sale going on right now. And Mike Lindell, the great patriot, has been gracious enough to give us a promo code, which is Nick. And if you go to MyPillow.com, enter promo code Nick, you can save 80% off. My pillow products with a money back guarantee. And I mean, shoot, Christmas is right around the corner, guys. I'm sure we all have loved ones that we haven't. I mean, I'm a procrastinator. So I'm sure we all have loved ones that we still need to buy gifts for. And if you're looking for an idea, then why not go to mypillow.com where you can support American business, a great patriot, and this channel at the same time while also putting a smile on all of your family members' faces with the promise of a better night's sleep. From the sleep expert himself, Mike Lindell. Okay, so uh, 
Also, please smash that rumble button. And also, uh, you know, consider going to nickmoseater.locals.com where we, we put an extra video up for our supporters every single week. It's a little perk, a little incentive for you guys out there that become supporters because, man, those of you that are my monthly supporters on Locals really, really help keep me going and stay independent, and I appreciate and love all of you. All right, so thanks for watching, and I will see you next time. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.